0: Well, hello, hello. You are listening to Above Average. This is the podcast for big families, and I'm Lance Osborne, and I'm here with an awesome, awesome young lady, and her name is Sarah. Hey, that's my wife. Hey, baby. Hello. How's life? Good. Good. Why don't you tell uh why don't you tell everybody what, what just happened?
1: We just tried <laughs> to record about three different times, and every time Lance started, James got really excited. Now, he is a happy Chatty baby.
0: James is, is he four months? Almost. He's almost four months old. And actually, if you go back and listen to the show that Sarah and I did, the other show that we did together, we did a show about celebrities with big families. James was actually in on that one, too. And he would have been a week old. I mean, he was brand spanking new at the time, right? Yeah, he was pretty new. Yeah. Well, this time we actually had to kick him out because he is cooing and giggling and he's happy and that's extra loud for a podcast. I think I mentioned on the intro, kind of episode zero for the show that, hey, sometimes you'll probably hear a kid in the background running up and down the halls or whatever it is. And while that may still be the case, I I don't think you guys need to hear, wow, wow, or whatever (laughs) sounds he's making. I don't think that needs to be a part of the show all the time.
1: Happy baby sound. He is a
0: happy guy. He is. So even though he would make those sounds, you, you hear me as I'm speaking, I'm not making those sounds because I'm kind of hoarse.
1: That's what happens when you go yell at a concert for, and then, well, maybe not an entire night, but you know what I mean? I
0: did. And I'm probably stealing discussion fodder for uh, the next show that we do with Bobby. Since Bobby and I just went and saw the Foo Fighters in Nashville a couple of nights ago.
1: Guys night.
0: Oh man, it was awesome. It was so great. Um, I won't I won't bore everybody with it except to say it was just fantastic if you love rock and roll music you should love the Foo Fighters Uh, it was a great show and yeah we kind of we kind of party down man it was great it was a good time
1: every dad of a big family should have a night like that every now and then there's your tie-in
0: okay good connection way to go what would the mother's equivalent be of that
1: well, as far as a concert, I would love to see, I was telling you the other night, I would love to see Taylor Swift Taylor, or yeah. um, Carrie Underwood will be a fun concert for the girls. Okay. I think either okay. one.
0: Y'all might have to try that sometime. Yeah. So like we said, James was here earlier and James was on the last show, kind of. Life with five kids. What's it like? What would you share publicly in that world?
1: It's busy. I don't know that I would say it's that much busier than four, which is kind of nice. It's not insane, but it's definitely crazy. It's fun. We enjoy him. It's fun having a baby around even when you still kind of have another baby. Tyler likes to poke at him. He doesn't fully understand that he should not poke his eye out, but
0: Tyler is 18 months
1: th- we have found a few places <laughs> that we can put James where Tyler can't reach him and Tyler's starting to understand what gentle means. And so he will. Pat on his head and things like that instead of his eyeballs. Now he's learning. (laughs) There is definitely a learning curve. Katie Beth loves him. That's actually who he's hanging out with singing and cooing right now. As we said, we kicked him out. So Katie Beth, who's eight, is downstairs hanging out with him playing for a little while while we record. Thank and you, Katie Beth. Yeah, it definitely we appreciate that. Definitely helps to have an older kid to help.
0: Especially when you're trying to record a podcast. And this is episode 24 of Above Average, which funny enough is, uh, in this case, coming after episode 25, now that you've done the math in your head, yes, that doesn't make sense, but here's what happened. Last time, Bobby and I recorded episode, what we're calling now 25, throughout the entire thing. I'm like, yeah, if you need show notes, if you want to go back and listen to it, if you want to share it, go to aboveaverageshow.com slash 25. By the way, you can do that with any episode. So if we you know, start talking about episode 12, aboveaverageshow.com slash one two, that's all it takes. I realized after I put the show together and I'm editing it and I'm putting the notes together. I'm like, oh, hang on, this is not 25, it's 24. So for my uh, little OCD heart, I'm gonna call this one 24 because I can't just skip it, right?
1: That's probably smart. It's not like 13 where you skip that on the elevator. Right. You can't do that.
0: So the uh, only solution I could think of is to actually call this one episode 24. So anyway, all that being said, uh, I'm excited about this episode. And I'm excited that I get to do this one with my wife. Unless you've been living under a rock or maybe unless you're outside of the United States, you're probably aware that Pope Francis was just here. He was here in the U.S. for a few days, maybe a week. I mean, he he was here a decent amount. This is something that Sarah and I were kind of involved in. Uh, we were watching a lot of it, and you know, almost 100% of it was live streamed. Now, look, I know this is old news, I know I get it. There was such a big spotlight on him. Like I said, everything was live streamed, or if you watched any TV, if you picked up a newspaper, any of that, you may even be tired of hearing about it now. And especially if you're not Catholic, you know, we're, we're aware that uh, even though Sarah and I are Catholic, Bobby and his family are Catholic, we pay attention to this stuff. That doesn't mean that everybody with a big family is, hello, there's the cliche right there, is Catholic, or in some cases, Mormon, or, you know, have a very orthodox worldview, or whatever it is. We get that. And just a quick note on that, you know, this episode, even though we're talking about the Pope and what he said while he was here in the United States... This is really less about Catholicism, and it's more about what one man, although he's a world leader, a respected world leader, it's really just what he's got to say about the value of families and the importance of that. So anyway, why are we talking about this? What is the value there? Well, like I said, he mentioned and he brought up the importance and the worth of of families. So why is this worth discussing on Above Average? Well, like I said, we're not going to talk about his trip to DC. He met with Obama. He addressed a joint session of Congress. Uh, We're also not talking about what he said at the United Nations while he was in New York City. And what else? I mean, it was such an impactful trip. We're also not too concerned about kind of the broader implications of what he said or chose not to say while here. the messages that I guess have been politicized by the media and activists or political leaders. So Sarah, what are we going to talk about?
1: We're going to talk about the core reason for the papal visit, leading and supporting the World Meeting of Families. The World Meeting was created by St. John Paul II when he was pope in 1994. It's pretty much what it sounds like from the title, an event celebrating and strengthening families across the globe. This year's conference featured a huge main event in Philadelphia's City Streets the night of September 26. It featured performances from Aretha Franklin, Andrea Bocelli, and others. And, of course, Pope Francis was there to hear from and support and encourage the families that came. The reason this is relevant to above-average families is, just like he said at the event, the beauty and the power of families. It's just something that's very special and exciting for us and happy to have the Pope in the United States to talk about it.
0: Right, and... that would apply to any family though like if i'm sitting here listening and i've got one kid i'm like well that's not just you know the the above average family here's the thing it's not that our big families are better or more important than any other families smaller ones or blended ones etc but sometimes it does seem like those of us with more kids we simply focus more on our families it's just the nature of it right we have kids from zero to 18 for a longer span than other folks do. So whether it's by choice or by default, we seem to spend more time with our kids over the long haul. So with all this focus, with more focus, with more attention on them, hopefully our eyes are slightly more open to this beauty and the power that Pope Francis was talking about that Sarah just mentioned. So the entire remarks lasted about 20 minutes, but Sarah and I are gonna dig into some sections that were highlights for our family and I think for above average families as well. So, after initial greetings and some pontificating (pun intended) on the mm-hmm. relationship of God and love and the idea of family as a creation, Pope Francis had family this to say:
2: Have a citizenship which is divine.
3: La carta de que tiene la familia se la dio Dios. The identity
2: card that they have is given to them by God.
3: Para que en su seno... So that within the heart of the family, cada vez más la verdad, el amor y la truth, goodness,
2: and beauty can truly grow.
3: Claro, decir, Some of you might say, of course, padre, Father, te así es you speak like that because you're not married. En la familia hay dificultades. Families have the difficulties. En la fe- familia discutimos. Families, we quarrel. En la familia a veces vuelan los platos. And sometimes plates can fly. En la familias los hijos traen dolores de cabeza. And children bring um, headaches. <laughs> No voy a hablar de la suegra. I won't speak about mother-in-laws.
0: I didn't know he was a comedian. I
1: uh- I laughed when he did that.
0: Since the time of his election, people have said, he, he's different. The night that he was elected pope, selected pope, even I don't know the vernacular, but I was popped and he came out and he greeted everybody. It wasn't this giant, look at me, God bless you all, I'm the pope, I'm the vicar of Christ. It wasn't any of that. He came out, and I think in Italian, he said, good evening. And it was just very relational from the get-go. So for him to come out and make mother-in-law jokes from the get-go for this world meeting of families, it's like, oh, he he gets it. He gets who he's talking to. And again, I I mentioned this in the intro, this is unscripted. I think he did have something that he wanted to say, but these remarks, they're totally off the cuff.
1: No, I heard him talking about it on the radio the other day. Apparently, he just kind of popped up there and all of his people were like, whoa, whoa, get the mics. We don't know what's going on, but the Pope's going to talk. And it's amazing that this is what he came up with just off the cuff. And it was very, very, as you could hear in the clip, passionate. I mean, he was very energetic with it, which is amazing for his age.
0: Yeah, let's go ahead and let him continue his point here, because he's going somewhere saying, Father, you speak like that because you are single, was the the sentence that he just said. Mm -hmm. Because that kind of is easy to say, right? If you've got a family, you can say to your single friends or to your priest who is single or whoever it is, yeah, but you don't quite understand because you don't know what it's like to have in our case five kids right so let's let him continue here
3: forgive me
2: but I have to say that the family is like a factory of hope it's a factory of resurrection
3: God opened this path this possibility and children Los hijos dan trabajo. Yes, they bring their challenges. Nosotros como hijos
2: dimos trabajo. And we also are the cause of work
3: and worry. A veces en casa, sometimes at home, veo algunos, I see some de mis colaboradores, of my helpers que vienen a, trabeja, a trabajar, they come con to ojeras. work, and they look tired. I have a one-month-old child, baby,
2: and I asked them, did you sleep? And they said, I couldn't sleep, holiness, because they were crying all night.
0: So, Sarah, out of this, what sounds familiar?
1: <laughs> they definitely bring their challenges, and it's nice to hear someone who maybe isn't in the thick of it all, acknowledge that. And, of course, the sleep thing. That's something you hear from every parent everywhere, every time. Right? <laughs> it's, it's nice to have that validated.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and he sees these challenges, too. And, I mean, look, this Pope, he did not become the Pope just because he's a normal, average dude. There's something special about him that... Not even, not even from a religious angle, but for him to kind of elevate through the ranks over the years from a simple priest to, you know, the different levels that he's ascended to, and of course now Pope, that there is something unique about him, the way that he can relate to people, the way that he can tie it back into the bigger picture. And that's what he's doing here. He's saying to families, even though it's hard, it's beautiful. And you're doing, you're doing so much good in the world. And that's why I'm calling this episode, so for the first time ever, we actually have a show title before we record the show, which I'm excited about. And it's Francis on the family. The family is like a factory of hope, is what he said, a factory of hope. So we are creating by the process of creating more children and raising our children as good citizens, as good stewards. We're creating hope in the world the way that we raise our children. I'm really excited about that. And a factory of resurrection, like I said, God opened this path, this possibility. So of course, he brings it back to God and the way that God focuses this this hope, this resurrection, and he instills it within the children and the way that a family is created, a man and a woman come together, then they produce love, they produce hope. It's just really beautifully worded. And um, so for him to weave that in while at the same time appreciating and understanding the challenges that families go through, especially with a one month old when you're not sleeping, it's just, again, very relatable. And uh, I'm excited about this. And that's why we wanted to talk about this. Like this speech, this is at the core. This is why we're not talking about what he said at the joint session of Congress. That stuff was great, but it's, it's not specific to families, first of all. But second of all, it's, again, it just him being kind of off the cuff and the relatability, the family focus. There's all that brought together within the speech.
1: This speech was extremely relatable. I mean, I got chills several times throughout the speech. Thoroughly enjoyed it. The next section, he talks about more of the difficulties and the love.
0: Well, let's go ahead and listen to that.
3: In, la familia, hay dificultades. In the family, there are indeed difficulties. Pero esas dificultades... But those difficulties... Se superan con amor, with love. el odio no supera ninguna dificultad.
2: Hatred es not capable de dealing with any difficulty and overcoming any difficulty.
3: La división de los corazones no supera ninguna dificultad.
2: División of Hearts cannot overcome any ninguna dificultad. División de los corazones no supera ninguna dificultad. División de los corazones no ninguna dificultad.
3: Solamente el amor, Only es love. capaz de superar. La dificultad. Love is able to el amor es fiesta. Love is about el amor es gozo. Love es joy. El amor es seguir adelante. Love is y no quiero seguir hablando. I don't want to speak too much porque se hace demasiado largo, pero quisiera I would like marcar dos puntitos de la familia
2: two about the
3: en los que quisiera que se tuviera un especial cuidado. To take special care, no solo quisiera, points. tenemos que tener un especial cuidado. Los niños, the children y los abuelos. and grandparents, <clears throat> los niños y los jóvenes children whether young or older, the strength that moves us forward. They are the future, the strength that moves us forward. We place our hope in them.
0: So again, going back to what he said earlier, about the family being the factory of hope. Now he's saying we place our hope within the children. And we'll talk about the grandparent point here in a second. He goes he goes on, uh, he goes a little bit deeper on that point, which is really exciting. And I got a fun tie-in for that. But on the children, he says, whether they're younger or older, which I think is certainly, that's certainly an above average point to make. You know, if you've got your infant or if you've got your kid who's in college, it's just really important to be aware that they are the future. The way that he's saying this, this is stuff that we know. And who who was it that's saying, "I believe children are the future"? I was
1: just thinking the same thing,
0: right? That's if kind Whitney of bad. Houston?
1: Yeah, something like that. We are the world. We are the people, or something. No, that's I Michael think that's Jackson. a different song. Yeah. But
0: anyway. that's okay. Anyway, eighties eighties pop music children is not the Foo the Fighters. Future, all that children are the future. Corny trite and Maybe. true very that's where we're at and going back to that core i'm really excited about this factory of hope line i'm like yeah we're creating stuff we're producing stuff and it's not hey we made some kids we made some babies right because you can you can kind of go off the rails on some of that
1: i, mean, I am gonna try and train these kids to help make the world better.
0: And that's what our job that's is. That's job is. number one for us. And he he says, the children, they are the strength that moves us forward. So the children point, loved it, thought it was very inspired uh, and inspiring, obviously. But let's hear more about the grandparents' part.
3: Los abuelos, the grandparents, son la memoria de la familia, are the living memory of the family. Son los que nos dieron, they passed on la fe, the faith. Nos transmitieron la fe. They transmitted the faith to us. Cuidar a los abuelos, to look after grandparents. Y cuidar a los niños, to look after children. Es la muestra de amor. Is the expression of love. No sé si más grande, pero yo diría más promisoria de la familia. Porque promete el futuro. It promises the future. Un pueblo a que no sabe cuidar a los niños. That does how to look after their children. Y un pueblo and que no sabe that cuidar a los abuelos.
2: after grandparents.
3: Es un pueblo sin futuro.
2: Is a people that has no future.
3: Because it doesn't have
0: strength or the memory to go forward. So, of course, I like to think that above average families, ours included, Sarah, when we look at our children, we are, we are training them up. We're looking after them. We are investing in our future that way, right? And, right. you know, any parent is going to be doing this. But to look at this going okay, this is our future. This is our legacy in more ways than one. And we've, we've got a bunch of little legacies running around. That's kind of fun to think about. Thank you. And the tie-in that I mentioned. So I was at mass the other night and I've already told Sarah the story. We never do this really, but every now and then the kids will be too much or we'll, we will have had a crazy weekend and Sarah and I will go to church separately. In this
1: case, Tyler was sick. He was just not feeling it. Yeah,
0: so we got a good excuse this time. Anyway, so I went to Sunday night mass and the priest had a phenomenal homily talking about the beauty of marriage, the importance of marriage. And he also emphasized, I don't think he meant to tie it back to Pope Francis's point because it's been a few weeks, but he emphasized the value of grandparents and great grandparents and the way that they have children is one way that their expression of love exists even after they're dead and gone. And you can look at anybody, literally anybody because everybody has had parents and grandparents and you know with with rare exceptions those people are the product of love that existed between two people, right?
1: What a beautiful expression of love. That's better than flowers. <laughs> Send me a kid yeah. instead of flowers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby!
0: Our is coming up.
1: <laughs> I guess a lot of mommies wouldn't say that, but I would say that that's where we tie in with the big family thing. Obviously, we
0: like kids, yeah, Pope Francis's point is not just that expression of love point that you're making, but it's also the value of grandparents, the value of that older generation. so we talk on the show all the time about raising kids, and that maybe it's another show topic that we need to touch on sometime is the value of grandparents and getting your above average family to respect and appreciate and show love for that older generation. So if they've still got grandparents or, you know, your grandparents, and I'm talking to parents now, your grandparents are still around. So your kids, great grandparents, if you've got multiple generations scattered throughout there, just appreciating them for what they've been through, the stories that they could tell and the wisdom that they could share.
1: Absolutely. I love taking our kids to see my grandparents, their eyes just light up And it's interesting to see, it's beautiful to see their appreciation for their great grandparents, the kids, but also the great grandparents' appreciation for the life that is a young person.
0: Yeah. And just being transparent, because this is something that Bobby and I do on the show all the time. Sarah, you know, because you go back and listen to the episodes that Bobby (laughs) and I do. And I giggle. (laughs) But I like being real. Mm. And I don't like whitewashing things and being like, yeah, so here's what you need to do to have a better family. Well, that's because I'm talking to myself as much as I am. Anybody else? I'm talking to myself more in a lot of cases. Yeah, going, we
1: muddled through it too.
0: Hey, here's a kick in the tail, Lance, because you need to do this. So I need to get my kids appreciating my grandparents more. And I, I've got to give them a reason to do that, though, because at this point, my grandparents are older, my, my grandmothers that still exist, because they're so much older and there is such a gap. The onus is on me to share the value of, of their lives, as they currently are, not when they were in their 20s and 30s having kids themselves, but their current day values, to share that with my children and to let them be surrounded by that. Anyway, just a, just something I thought I'd bring up. That's something that I've got to do better on. All right, here is the last point that we wanted to share from Pope Francis's speech at the World Meeting of Families.
3: La familia bella. Family is beautiful. Pero, questa. But,
2: there's Trae effort problemas. involved, and there are problems.
3: A veces hay In families, there are enmical relationships. Marido se pelea con la mujer. Husbands and wives quarrel. O se mira mal o los hijos con el padre. It can end up badly, separated. Le sugiero un consejo. Nunca termine en el día, never let the day end, sin hacer la paz, without en la making peace. En una familia, in a family, no se puede terminar el día en guerra. You can't finish the day off not being in peace. Que Dios lo bendiga. May God bless que you. Que Dios les dé fuerza. May God give you hope. Que Dios los anime a seguir adelante. God give you the strength Cuidemo to move forward. Let us look after Defendemo the family. Let's protect the family. Because it's in the family. Se juega that our future Gracias. is at play. Thank you. Y recen God por bless mí, por you por all favor. and please pray for me.
0: So this is how Pope Francis closes this speech. These are are his final remarks. Emphasis on let's protect the family, because it's in the family, that our future is at play. He's already said this. He said, look, the the grandparents, they're kind of in the rearview mirror. We can learn a lot from them. They've been there. They've done that. And like what he said with the children, how they're going to be the future, this is really important. This is really heavy stuff, but beautiful stuff. But the line about family being beautiful... Yet there is effort involved. He understands again that we're we're forever in this balancing act. And if I ever have a podcast where I don't talk about the balancing act, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm probably talking about something random. It's the balance of time and money or investing in a younger kid versus investing in one of your older children. Whatever it is, it's all about that balance. But he sees this. He sees the beauty and that it comes with a lot of effort. And he doesn't use this word. I will burden. There are problems, like he says. I love it that he sees those two sides.
1: I think it's really nice that he validated the work that we were doing, especially when parenting is your full-time job. It's something that you hear a lot of moms or dads say a lot of times, it's hard and it's work, whether you're home or you're working outside the home or whatever it is work. It's hard and it's nice for somebody to, especially somebody in such a very visible role To validate that, that that is not just all fun games. Sometimes it's hard work and it is good work.
0: Well said, well said. And uh, I will say also well said to Pope Francis. Not bad for an (laughs) off-the-cuff speech, huh? But then again, like I said earlier, he is the Pope. I mean, expectations are going to be pretty high for this guy. Uh, but I think he nailed it. And then also in this last line, I mean, he's, he's got some good words of wisdom to husbands and wives too. Sarah, you and I, we do quarrel. I don't think we use that word. What do we, what do we use? Spat? I'd love to just use the
1: word quarrel. We, we <laughs> it makes fuss. Makes it sound so much nicer.
0: Uh, we fuss. So we, we've been quarreling and yet don't let the sun go down in your anger. That's biblical. And I, I think it was pretty cool that he's saying, don't let the day end with without making peace.
1: You hear uh, that so often.
0: Yeah. Now, the reality of the situation is that, again, being transparent, because that's what I want to do on the show. I think not not whitewashing it adds a lot of value. There is a couch downstairs that I have slept on a handful of nights. I, I sleep on it because I do love the couch downstairs. there's I've I've got just a a very heartfelt, uh, ridiculous relationship with this couch. Anyway, Sarah, I'm waiting for you to jump in and test to (laughs) couch. And I love it. I don't end up there out of anger very often, but I I will say that it has happened. And more often than not, though, even though it probably feels good at the time for me to go, you know what, forget this. I'm just, I'm going to go sleep by myself. So I don't even have to fuss with it. It kind of feels good in the moment. In hindsight, though, I'm always like, yeah, we should have, we should have fixed that the night before.
1: I was going to say that doesn't happen very often just because your personality style. Lance doesn't let that happen very often. I would rather him just go sleep on the couch. A lot of times I'm like, I'm done talking <laughs> about it. I don't particularly like conflict, which is something I've gotten over with my husband because he does or at least doesn't shy away from it. I don't like it. conflict. He doesn't shy, I, away, I don't from shy away from it. But that being said, there's a lot of times where I just want to be like, you know what? I'm done. You need to go think about it because he does usually calm down after he's thought about it for a little while. But it, it is not something that he usually lets go very easily. So it doesn't happen very often. And he's right. It usually does feel better to just go ahead and resolve it and get it over with, even as much as I would rather him be like, go away, go think about it, come back and tell me you're sorry later.
0: <laughs> There's my wife telling it like it is. She's uh, she's always right. And I am. Wow. She's humble, too. Okay. That's amazing.
1: I'm just going to go ahead and point out that I am was very Southern. I'm sorry. I am. I am.
0: I didn't know am was a two-syllable word. Apparently it is today. No, my wife is wonderful. But again, just being real, you know, we do quarrel and I think it's cool that Pope Francis is sitting there going, hey, everybody does this. Families have their problems. It's it's a reality.
1: It is very cool because you think of the Pope and he is this very, very holy man and we all kind of expect him to be perfect. And so far he has been amazing, but it's nice for him to also get down with, to the level of people. Obviously he's not married. He's not going through some of this stuff, but it's nice to hear him say, but it's okay that you are not perfect. You're working on your holiness and it's okay.
0: Did you just say Pope Francis is getting down? Get down. All right. I think we can wrap this one up, Sarah, to whoever's listening. May you and your family, may you be strong. May you continue to fight for one another. May you be inspired and maybe challenged by these words. Not, not my words, uh, by what the Pope had to say. Uh, the world meeting of families, that's that's a big stage. Uh, the world was listening. It wasn't just us here in the United States, but the world was listening. And I think that's why Pope Francis was so exuberant uh, in what he had to say. And I want to share a little bit more of this with you guys. I think in, in this part of the podcast, we're sharing maybe five or six minutes of what the Pope had to say. If you want to listen to the full remarks Um, please go listen to the second part of this podcast. We're going to call it, uh, I guess, episode 24B. It'll be the second part. And it's pretty much just the unedited, straight up uh, speech that Pope Francis gave, including, of course, the English translation alongside of it. Uh, Anyway, if you've enjoyed the show, please do tell a friend. Uh, Just search for Above Average on iTunes, or just go to AboveAverageShow.com. So finally, Thank you for being above average and thank you for listening. Again, in this case, thanks not as much for listening to Sarah and I go, on about this? But for taking the time to hear the Pope's encouraging words, please do be encouraged. Uh, And don't, again, don't miss part two of this episode for the complete unedited recording of Pope Francis's remarks. That's about it. We'll see y'all next time.
1: See y'all.